Hello, hello, and welcome to the ISV Society Podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I am so excited to be here and chat with you. So first off, you may be asking, what is the ISV Society? Well, it's a membership just for ISVs, where we collaborate, educate, and generate leads in an affordable way. From webinars to blogs, as well as monthly mastermind meetings, these are just some of the ways we're working together. This podcast is also another way to bring the content to you. There'll be marketing tips and tricks, ISV guests, as well as fellow marketing professionals. Just think of it as your one-stop shop, all things channel marketing. It's all about the power of collaboration. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. I'm so excited that you've joined us this week, and I'm excited for our guest as well. So let's dive in. With working from home and spending days online, capturing the attention of your clients, or more importantly, your future clients, is very challenging. With marketing emails staying unopened, search engine ads being ignored, How can a growing ISV make a name for itself in a crowded, noisy space? The answer is simple, yet tough to achieve. You must deliver value and insight from the very first interaction. In this episode, I get to chat with Danica Weepa, Director of Marketing at Green Shades Software, to learn how this 20-year-old brand stays connected with 3,500-plus customers and keeps attracting new customers to their cloud-based payroll and HR platform. So without further ado, Danica, thank you so much for joining me this week. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. So before we dive into this awesome content, would you feel free to share a little bit about yourself and let the audience get to know you? Yes. Um, I've been in the ERP world, I guess going on 12, 14 years now, started out with a small bar and, um, then that bar got bought out by RKL eSolutions. Um, I was there for, I think eight years do, um, kind of the marketing manager. And the thing about when you work at a VAR and especially as they were growing and, uh, their tops, top five sage bar is that you have to take on a lot of hats, which at times is frustrating, but I think has helped gain me exposure to a lot of different pieces of marketing and then helped me be successful as I am now one in one year into my new role at um, Green Shades. Nice. And I can't believe you've been there a year already. Yeah, it went fast. Yeah, definitely. And and same as me, like I feel like over the years, the companies I've worked for, I've been able to also gain that experience and knowledge in different areas of marketing to kind of get me to where I am today, which is just pretty exciting. And I'm excited about our topic today, thought leadership and becoming the go-to resource. And as we mentioned in the opening, we all know that I... ISV struggle with this. And we all know customers get tons of emails a day, like 120 plus emails a day. So Mm -hmm. how do you break through the noise and the clutter and the chaos of all that can be very frustrating. So let's start and dive into these questions that I'm excited to chat with you about. So how do you distinguish yourself from competitors and what types of marketing tactics do you like to deploy or work that work for you guys? The most important thing to do is find your niche and own it. 
And when you find that, you need to surround that opportunity with content and brand value. The temptation I've seen over the years is to do everything when you really should be leaning into your swim lanes. And I think that more VARs, more ISVs are you know, realizing that. Um, and for us at Green Shades, it's complexity such as complicated taxes, garnishments, blended overtime, multi-jurisdiction. We really address the complexities that the major payroll processors don't want to touch. Or like, it, for example, for an ERP VAR, it might be going for a particular vertical or industry that you do well, such as manufacturing, finance, um, or geography. So just picking something specific rather than saying, I want to cover the whole United States or, um, you know, narrow it down. And then when we kind of look at our playing field, currently a lot of ERP systems are coming out with rudimentary payroll functionality out of the box. But with constantly changing tax codes, hybrid work environments, you know, the way of the workforce is evolving quickly and the way organizations are operating these days, these challenges are quickly outpacing um, basic functionality. This also applies to the ERP um, space, for instance, manufacturing functionality within QuickBooks compared to Dynamics ERP or Sage X3 or Intact. Now for payroll, it's um, you know the functionality for us compared to like an ADP, which is just basic out of the box. You have to follow their rules of processing. And for us, it's more, we understand you have complications. How can we help you with that processing? So to overcome the generalist, we do a lot of educational content. We are just not saying why Green Shades is great, but showcasing our expertise and doing a lot of information sharing. So for example, right now we are starting, you know, year-end forms is starting to come around. So we have a webinar series where we highlight the types of things companies need to know at this critical time of year and how to prepare. And whether or not they use us, we want to be the smartest person in the room and a resource for them. I love that. And I feel like you're totally, I'm totally with you. Like niching down is, is your, is the best thing you can do. Cause when you're talking to everyone, you're really talking to no one as we all know. And, and you, and there's so many brands out there, you know, it can, it can be VARs, ISVs, it can be customers and consumers and commerce. I mean, everybody try, you can just see it everywhere, how there are people niching down and getting specific on who their mm -hmm. audience is. And it's just so important because again, you want to speak to the, to your audience, to your main customer or, or what your main customer would be. And then you also want to be that thought leader and someone that just goes to you because they know you provide the best content. I have to say Green Sheets does a great job of that. You guys push out a ton of educational, informational content and and that's what makes you so unique in this space. And that's what makes people think, hey, when, when they think of payroll, when they think of HR, when they think of compliance, you want them to think of you because they know you have the right information they need. And I also think it can be scary, but get really micro vertical, like healthcare. Healthcare is pretty broad, but what within healthcare? Can you narrow that down to senior living or rehab centers or you know something a little more specific and while they all sound the same they do actually have different mm -hmm. needs yeah, or definitely. requirements so you know it, it does require a little legwork on you know the var and isvs part but if that's you know once you figure out that niche then you can just mm -hmm. stop really creating all that content and getting it out mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. i love that so 
how does your marketing team and your sales team stay in sync with all this? And what some best practice have you been able to work out with everyone on getting them on the same page and, and knowing what the direction is and keeping them you know, moving forward, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, so much of good sales and marketing success is understanding where one ends and the other picks up. We have a well ironed out lead flow process, but we are constantly evolving it. And when I came on, there was no historical data. We didn't have any content that I was excited to share with prospects. So I essentially started from nothing, but constantly working with our revenue operations team, which is within the sales organization, we created key marketing reports and developed a solid lead flow process. So as marketing, it's bringing people into the top of the funnel through the content we create, eBooks, videos, white papers, et cetera, and then getting those leads passed on to sales. The sales team understands not only what they're supposed to do once they get the leads and they're handed off to them, but also understand the source of those leads. So the biggest thing you can do is have no surprises between marketing and sales. They need to know what campaigns you're running, the content, the tonality of those campaigns, and the expected outcomes. And essentially, we treat them as an extension of the marketing team and vice versa. So for many companies, sales and marketing get siloed, and that's a really tough world to live in. But fortunately, at GreenShades, it's shared responsibilities and shared goals. And some organizations have a knee-jerk reaction that marketing is just good-looking brochures or putting pretty words together, especially if you're working for a smaller bar or an up-and-coming, you know, ISV that, you know, it, it can be a lot of hats you're wearing mm-hmm. and you're not really doing anything good, but there's so much more science behind it. We are constantly analyzing data and we are using things like Microsoft Clarity to see how people are engaging with our website. And this is a new tool to me and I highly recommend it as a way to see what is resonating with your viewers and how they got there, where you lose them. It's kind of a glorified heat map. You can even watch videos of how users move around your website, which oddly is kind of addicting. That's awesome. I never, I actually haven't used that. So I'm gonna have to check out that tool now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's free for us. I don't know if that's because we're on the Microsoft stack um, or if it's just free altogether, but definitely a tool worth looking into. And you, 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 you're so correct about saying how marketing and sales teams usually get siloed or they're working in two different areas and not talking to each other. And it's just, we've seen it before. Like you need to be in constant communication with each other. They need to, these teams need to work hand in hand because as you, as you had mentioned, you know, the salespeople need to know where these marketing leads come from. Cause if they're following up with this customer, they want to know what ebook they read or what drove them to learn more about it. And that just makes it look that much better to the customer. Like, Hey, these people have their act together. They know what I'm looking for. They know what I need and not having to start basically start the whole process over again when they come from marketing, when they go to sales, because sales doesn't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. I, so I love that you have that model in place because in this space that those two can certainly be siloed and we've been ed- trying to educate people. And I think we're doing a better job of, of, of getting over that siloedness, but, and we know it's still out there. And, and I love how green shades is uh, overcoming that and doing some, some great stuff with that. It's, that's awesome. You know, another thing is like lead scoring. Um, mm-hmm. We had lead scoring in place at RKL and we're just now implementing it at um, green shades. 
but that's a very valuable tool of a way for marketing to be in touch with, um, you know, how people are engaging with stuff and ranking them. But then when they hit a certain threshold, then passing that off to sales. And then I could still kind of monitor that if, you know, if I had the bandwidth or whatever and kind of see, okay, is sales seeing that these guys are ready to talk? This is the Mm -hmm. last piece of content they engaged with. So that gives you a quick talking point. Um, So I think HubSpot does a great job of lead scoring. Yeah. We're we're currently using Click Dimensions and they just rolled out their lead scoring campaign. Um, Those are the two platforms I'm most knowledgeable on, but I think a lot of them now have that capability. Yeah. And that's so important too. And then it's nice because as you know, you need all these different types of marketing content to push these people through the funnel. So, you know, you have top of the funnel, marketing content, middle of the funnel. So when, which one's triggering them? Some of them might just read a white paper and say, move right to a higher Mm -hmm. lead scoring versus one that needed to have a white paper and a webinar and a call Mm -hmm. and so forth. So it's nice to see that transition from marketing to sales and what kind of pushed them to that higher lead score. Right. And kind of following into the, the buyer, you know, persona Mm -hmm. and that. um, It's really a whole science behind it. And I don't, a lot of people don't realize how, how complex it can be, you know, and as you mentioned, marketing isn't just fluff and pretty images and words. It's, it, there's a lot that goes into it and, mm-hmm. and to get them to where they are sales qualified, there's a lot of work from a marketing team that has to do that. And I'm fortunate enough that my web developer also has a strong UX research background. So we incorporate a lot of um, UX improvements onto our site and are constantly evolving that base based on how she's seeing people engage with our site on the, with the Microsoft clarity. That's awesome. Yeah. So with that, what metrics do you monitor? How do you use that data to continually improve your marketing efforts? So we're constantly monitoring things like email campaigns. We're looking at our keywords on a regular basis. Right now we're using SEM rush for that. But then we'll incorporate that data into activities um, like our pay-per-click campaigns or LinkedIn ads. In addition to improving the UX on the site, we are also tracking UTM codes to see where the leads are landing on the website, from what emails are they coming, what forms are resonating with them. But the reality is the ultimate barometer for success as a marketing team is contribution to revenue. Um, Everything else behind that helps inform us on ways that we can refine our marketing activities to optimize that result. But it's definitely a marathon. It has taken almost a year for the Green Shades marketing team to see major gains in the market. Um, Like I said at the beginning, I kind of came in and there was nothing. And we're just now at a point where we have solid reporting and are able to make changes based on the data that we're seeing. Whether it's emails, opens, clicks, conversions, SEO, keywords, ultimately everything we do is based on optimizing for results that is going to drive more opportunities for sales. This is ultra simplistic, but when you get down beneath the waterline on it with us as marketeers, you know, we've got different tools, a lot different than what we used to have. And it's exciting and overwhelming at the same time. Mm-hmm, definitely. So one of the challenges I think is kind of even weeding through <laughs> the tools you have. 
Yeah. And there's so many tools out there that do so many different things. And then there's so many mm-hmm. tools that do the same thing. So which one is the best one for you? So it's like right. you have to do a ton of research and, and that alone is time consuming. Yep. Yes. I'm with you. <laughs> but yeah, once you have those tools in place, it does make it that much easier, at least. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't believe we're already on our last question. So what advice would you give to ISV marketers to keep their brand top of mind for clients? This is a great one. Be fun. Be creative with your email campaigns, your ads, your videos. Find your voice as a company and always be consistent within that voice. So for us, we're dealing with really heavy, complex stuff. And we want to convey that sense that we've got you covered. You can relax. We're fun to work with. We're here to support you. And you can throw in other cool ways to say, hey, we back it up too. So if you look at things like our net promoter score, look at our G2 crowd scores, we're constantly rate high. But at the same time, we have fun and that helps put you at ease. And that's our whole goal. So we just ordered a mascot to do some fun videos with. Unfortunately, due to the hurricanes, it did not arrive in time for the G-Pug and Intact shows. But for me, it's giving my team a lot of creative freedom. And sometimes they might not always understand the product or the concept of payroll within the ERP solution. But that's where my expertise and the sales and marketing leadership expertise can come in to help them refine that. So give your team enough information to know what they need to achieve and enough breathing room they can exercise their creativity getting there. I am fortunate that I have a super strong team that is able to be experts as well as cross over and cover each other when we need. And I've really given them the um, freedom to explore each other's roles more as they you know, felt comfortable But when you have a great team, it really elevates everyone. And when you're hiring, don't compromise. If you have 30 candidates in front of you and none of them light you on fire, be patient and wait until you get somebody who's going to be a catalyst for positivity in your team and within the business. I love that. Yeah. And as you know, it's it's hard finding good talent right now. And um, everybody seems to be leaving and going on to new places all the time. I constantly see those on LinkedIn. It's like, oh my gosh, it's crazy out there. (laughs) It is. And I also, you know, kind of, for me, it's really emphasizing, you know, your family is most important, you know, focus on you and, you know, we're just secondary, but, you know, but I think by me being very relaxed with uh, my employees and, giving them freedoms. Like I said, it's helps build a strong team. And most of them are super passionate about work and will go above and beyond. And, you know, the ultimate goal is we, we have um, unlimited vacation is that they're working overtime to take that vacation time. And to me, that's an achievement. And it, I know that kind of sounds cliche, but <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people are looking for that. You know, that's a huge perk is to be able to know that you're not limited to the number of days off you have a year because, mm-hmm. and, and it's hard to find people that will go above and beyond and, and earn it. But, um, but I know that's a great perk. So that's exciting. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But the converse, I've also had to, just had to have the discussion with people about that perk too. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> right yeah you don't want to abuse it either so it's like a pros and cons yeah. to that <laughs> yep do you think you've gotten your work accomplished to be taking all this time off mm -hmm. yeah um, exactly so it's all about balance right it really right. comes Absolutely. down to and, yeah. and and they say there is no balance which you know i get there there's some things it really isn't but you can definitely balance how much how much you work and how much you not work mm-hmm yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Danica, for joining me this week. This was so exciting. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. And I hope you um, share this episode as well. Feel free to leave a comment. As always, we will be posting this and we'll share some more information about some of the tools that Danica mentioned. I'll make sure I put those in the show notes about Microsoft Clarity in case you want to look into that and haven't used it before. And uh, thank you again, Danica, for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. It was fun. Yes. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you so much for listening in. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.